Gemara, we are up to Davam and Alam Sechta Yavamis. The Gemara had two questions there. We have a Pasik Aleha by uh, your wife's sister, happens to be married. Your wife's sister is forbidden to you. And then we have the midst of Yavam Yavala, so it has to do with, um, it says that Yavam Yavala has to do with um, the midst of Yibam. So we learn now that even though there's a midst of Yibam with your, your brother's wife, but if it happens to be your wife's sister, it is forbidden. And we ask a question, why do we even need that Pasik? Why would you think that it's permitted? So we started off saying, the first question was, who told you that an Asay is Dechalosh? That was the whole Gemara. And now the Gemara is folk, and we learned from Tzitzis and Klein, the juxtaposition of the two. And now the Gemara wants to know why, but it's a, it's not just an ordinary license, it's a very strict license. Why would you think it has a license? So we thought that we would learn it from a half a minute, that we thought that if your parents tell you to go ahead and be Mechal Shabbos, you should listen to them, but we have a special posseg, Ani Hashem, to tell you that you don't. But Shabbos is an assay, is a license with a chorus. And yet we see that it's doichit. So we, first we try to brush it off and say, we're talking about the Isra Mechamra, which is only a lab. Then we say, if so, then let's learn the other way around. And I say, it's not doichit, because the fact is you don't listen to your parents. And then, and don't tell me that Shabbos is stricter than everything else, because then how can we compare a father telling you to go, a client to go into the basic chorus or not to give back a lost item? Why are you telling him, and we, we compare it to Shabbat, they don't have to listen to your father. So obviously Shabbos is not unique in any particular way. So we go back to the question, how do we know that an so from that thing, we see clearly that an essay pushes away a license with chorus. So the way that Ashi learns it, he says, you're right. This is very important because most of Shane disagree with Rashi. But Rashi says the Gemara concludes that an assay is doich aloisase chorus in certain cases. When it's a hechshemitza, and Rashi's interpretation of hechshemitza is different than all of the Shanyim. Rashi learns hechshemitza is where the only way you can fulfill the mitzvah is by committing the Avera. Your father told you to cook in Shabbos. The only way to listen to your father is by cooking a Shabbos. So there you have no choice. The assay would push away the loisase, even though there's chorus, if not for that pasik. But in the case of the Yavim, for example, you want the assay of mitzvah even to push away the loisase of chorus. But in the case of Yavam, actually, it is um, it doesn't have to be. You can do the assay without, without actually committing a bear. How? Give chalitza. So we're up to write another page of Yavam, but Allah will bring another proof. Says the Gemara, um, but eight lines on top of the page. The first line is Shekane Hechshemitz. Elam, Sagat, I've never thought. Tasty, nobody I've looked. I've learned from the binyan based on mikdash. Time you've learned the brayse yochel. I would have thought you hate binyan based on mikdash. Lecha Shabbos. They should be able to build the base of mikdash on Shabbos. Why would you think so? We'll soon see. The mitzvah build base of mikdash should push away the east of Shabbos. Esad lechalaisa. Bearing in mind that Shabbos has is a loisus sheyesh boy she loisus sheyesh boy chorus. There's a whole issue over here which we don't have time to talk about. Is Shabbos is an assay and a loisus. And the Gemara told us yesterday that an assay does not push away an assay and a loisus. And yet, if the Gemara, right now, we think it does. So why does the Gemara say that? Let's bring a proof from here that I say pushes away and I say analyzes it as well. And um, so the Rishonim want to say that an say analyzes it is still weaker than a yesh by chorus. So whatever we're going to answer by yesh by chorus, we're going to answer also on a say analyzes it. The Asay of Shabbos is resting according to Ramban. It's not referring to the third nine Malachas. It's talking about over and above. You shouldn't work hard on Shabbos. So therefore, the Asay and the Lisa are two different things altogether. They're not... It, it's not, you know, a compound of uh, two Avedas for one thing that you're doing on Shabbos. Others learn, no, that I say is purely the counterpart of the Lysasa. Anyway, but it's weaker than uh, the fact that it has chorus. Anyway, so it says that we would have thought the ability to make Shabbos, let me teach you, as Shabbos says, that the Shmoiru, you should keep my Shabbos from Mikdash, and fear my base of Mikdash. So we learn now, that what? That you, it's my base of Mikdash, so therefore, 
um, and Shabbos, Shabbos have to hear. Therefore, what you have to observe Shabbos and forget the basic Middash. How exactly do you see that from this Pasuk? So Tayson says already before, because Shabbos is the most important thing, because this pledges our allegiance, our, our belief that Hashem created the world, and therefore that's more important and supersedes all other mitzvahs. Anyway, what are we talking about here? What do you do basically? My lab, the body was, I see you're building and you're destroying, which is the Surah military, you get Karas, and yet the Asay would have pushed it away had it not been for the Pasik. The time because I'm on the Shabbat Shemir, because have the Pasik. Hola, not for that. Dochi would push it away. It doesn't approve that it pushed away a license that has Karas. We're talking about the Muhammad. You had to put things on a donkey and move, move them around. It's only a laugh. And that's why we would have thought that say pushes away the license. But nothing to do with Karas. So tomorrow now as we go through the same discussion we had on top of the page. I feel a hockey. So, what do you tell me? It's my dog, it's not doge. News, well, the kind of we have a rule. I say, I say, the doge, the that we learned yesterday that we learned now from climate cities that I push, I say, pushes away. Lisa, Ligomim, Hockel, I learned from here, the light doge, it's not doge, Lisa, on the contrary. If you tell me, you tell me, shiny lavish, I mean, you tell me, no, Shabbos generally overall is very strict. So, even the lavim of Shabbos are stricter than ordinary lavim. So, this lavim doesn't push away, but all other lavim it does. If so, how can the Gemara Batona, the Al Mokai, we have another right? So, we will learn other than another Shabbos. Shabbos, and yet we're comparing it to Shabbos. According to you, they should have told him what he's talking about. Shabbos is stricter. That's why it doesn't push away. Well, like a part of you, like a part of you, don't ask time to learn. Yocho, Amal, Aviv, Tommy, if your father told you, go ahead and go into the basic course and become Tommy. Al-Tahzari do not retrieve that particular lost item. And we pointed out yesterday, the big machlek is the seven opinions about what the Mitzvah Kibbut of the aim is and how it actually learns. Clearly, the Mitzvah Kibbut of the aim is not only when the parents benefit, but even they just give you instructions when they have no benefit from it whatsoever, you still have to listen to that. Those are the two examples that the father goes to raise the quarters and come to me and um, not for any benefit to the father himself. Or he told him, don't return the lost item to that person and didn't say, give it to me, just said, don't do it. And that, again, he has no benefit. And yet, Rashi holds that's a mitzvah, kibbut of a mahatera, which is opinion number six. Anyway, Yoch, I would have thought, Yishamalai, I would have thought that you should listen to your father. But they listen to your father. But the Gemara should have said, what are you comparing to Shabbos? Shabbos is strict. Over here, maybe it's not so strict. And therefore, we should listen to your father. When it comes to Tumor, the Gemara doesn't ask that. Is it right that Shabbos is the same? Ella, Shemrik, Mifrach, the Shabbos is totally different than these cases. Why? Because over there again, it's very different because Hechshemitzah, the only way you can listen to your father on Shabbos is by actually um, violating the Avera. When it comes to other basic, other things, they don't necessarily, um, it doesn't necessarily, uh, you have to violate anything. Tell me here, the only way you can go ahead and, and, and listen to your father is by walking into the basic quarters, because that's what he told you to do. So there, maybe I say it pushes away. But it pushes away, it has not been for the Pasik. In our case, it's totally different. So the Gemara, um, <clears throat> if that's the whole, if this Bryce is teaching you the same thing, that when it comes to a Hechshemitzah, the only way you can fulfill the Mitzvah is by doing the Vera, it does push away from that for the Pasik. What do you mean two Bryce tell you the same thing? Take away Mahasam, we already learned that from the first Bryce, at the top of the page. From, from from Shabbat, what I'm talking about is Migdash. What do we have to repeat the same law regarding basic Migdash? Saying, so, Mother, you're not going to be right. You're 100% right. We don't need Vesvapsay, say Tishmoyra. We go once you learn that already from Kivarov, each Ime Vavachiro, Vesvapsay, say Tishmoyra. We learn that that the Asay does not push away, um, that the, the listening to your father does not push away Shabbat, and too many things else. Why do we need a special passage based on Migdash telling you the same thing? You're right. The passage based on Migdash telling you something totally different. What is it? 
something totally different. You're right. The Gitani, we learned nothing to do with Asay and Doichelis. I would have thought that not only do you have to fear Hashem, you have to fear the building itself, the edifice, the structure of the Basin Mignish is a holy place, because that's where the Abishna has the the, the, the Shina is, is, is shaded there. So you would have thought that the building itself is something that you have to be also you know from what do you what do you learn from there it says it says in the same you have to keep shabbos what do you keep shabbos is lame Shabbos also after Messiah? You don't fear Shabbos itself. Nowhere does it say you have to fear Shabbos. Shabbos. What do you have to fear? The one who instructs for Shabbos, the Abish to himself, you have to give a Even though we find the word fear in the, by the regarding it's it doesn't mean fear the building itself, it means fear the one who gave you this instruction. himself. How do you demonstrate that? How do you demonstrate fear of Hashem in the base of Migdash? A person should not enter the base of Migdash, Behar Abayis, on the mountain, and tell him about the stick we has in Brochet, Benalla in his shoe, and in his wallet, and the dust on his feet. You shouldn't make it into a shortcut. You shouldn't make it into a shortcut. Because it's disrespectful. That's how you fear the base of Migdash. And you shouldn't spit in the base of Middash, Kavachemer from a Kavachemer. And the other one talks about in the Shul, the only element of the base of Middash kind, that regarding spit. All I know is while the base of Middash is existing, so on the Harabites, you shouldn't do these things. Because Mansha ain't base of Middash kind, and on Haino today, when there's no base of Middash, you still have to have the same Moira, the same respect, the same fear. Just like Shabbos is forever, doesn't matter if this Midrash is standing or not. So the question goes back. How how do we know? Why would you think that an Asay is that we need a posse to tell you don't marry your wife's sister, uh, even though she's a woman? I would have thought I would have thought we should learn that from the, uh, the the prohibition of setting a fire on Shabbos. The Tanur of Shmuel learned said you shouldn't light a fire in your among in your dwellings. What is the Kapazik coming to tell you? We already know you don't do any malachas on Shabbos. Why single out this malacha? Says the Gemara, that's your question. We already know there's a famous argument between Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Nassim. Rabbi Yaisi says a lot. The whole reason why it says it is to teach you that lighting a fire on Shabbos is a weaker malacha than all the malachas as far as punishment is concerned. It's only a lav. You don't get skilled for it. And Il Rabbi Nassim, and if it's according to Rabbi Nassim, is lechalik. According to Rabbi Nassim, is lechalik to tell you that you, we would have thought, well, Rashi here says one thing, Rashi Bey is something else, Rashi something else. I have two ways of learning. Rashi has two ways of learning. Either we would have thought that you're not liable on Shabbos unless you committed all 39 malachas. If you only did one, two, three, four, you're not liable at all, or you don't bring a karma That's one way. The other way is the other way around. We would have thought that no matter how, if you did one malacha or 10 malachas, by mistake, you still only bring one karma chattas. Comes with the chalik to tell you, no, each malacha is independent from the next. Either way, we have we learned something for the factor of the Torah. What's up, Shmuel? Asking why is it say the time we learned how about a little lab? You have to do it. It holds come to merely a lab. And I'm not saying melachalik. I'm not saying no. It's coming to to divide to tell you that each melach is independent from the other one, and you don't have to do all thirty nine, or each one gets its own chatos. Rambam Rambam says no. You misunderstood by Shmuel. You know what Shmuel meant? What did he say for? He meant not the word loisavaru, but why is it chomashvei sechem in your neighborhood? 
it doesn't matter if you live in Israel, when it comes to Shabbos, what if you in your neighborhood, in your wet dwellings, Shabbos, it's not a chayv, it devolves on every single person, and you have to follow any mitzvah that's a chayv, you have to follow in Israel and chutzlars. So my Shabbos, the question, why do you say my Shabbos? So the, that's the question. So then the Gemara says, Mishum Rabbi Shmuel Amar Talmud Echad. Along came a Talmud of Rabbi Shmuel himself a while later, and he came with the following explanation: In my Shabbos is referring to something else. It's talking about the Bezdin. A Bezdin has a mitzvah to if somebody is sentenced to death, you have to as a mitzvah to put him to death. If a person committed a sin that deserves capital punishment, for whom is there's a mitzvah on the bezin, it's incumbent upon the bezin to carry out that sentence and to put him to death. All I know is from here, I know from here is whether I read away, whether it's Shabbos. So what do I do with the passing? But there's an Easter of committing one of the third amalachas. So how can bezin kill someone on Shabbos? So I would have thought, Bishah amalachas, who's the bezin? So first, I might think my thought is Bezin should, should put should carry a capital punishment on Shabbos because it's mitzvah say. So here we're going to talk about the we would have thought that say is doicha aloisa sheyet berkaris because Shabbos is chorus. and yet we would have thought you should do this not for the fact. Taylor says Moshe Seich Mazlosunsi. Then we're thinking this is a debate going through our mind. Oh yeah, no, maybe not. So perhaps not. So El Afilu misses Bezin that even misses Bezin should not be carried out on Shabbos. Ah, you mani mekayim b'humas. It says in the pasuk you should put uh, you know capital punishment put them to death. Maybe b'chayil limited to the weekdays. We'll lay b'shabbos. Then I go back. No, ayeno. The Gemara will explain what the three different approaches are. Ayeno, maybe no. Elafil b'shabbos. I go back. I'm still wrong. Maybe even a Shabbos bezin has to do it. Tamalayim loisavaru eish b'chol meshaseichem. So you should not light a fire b'chol meshaseichem. Now where is it referring to meshaseichem? Ula halano emed and elsewhere it says. This should be carried out. It's talking about Mrs. Bezin when it talks about a murderer. So these should be the laws. So we see the word as a reference to capital punishment of the Israelite murderers. So also here on Shabbos, when it says, don't light a fire, what's it saying? Don't light a fire in your Bezin. Otherwise, we would have. So we see clearly from here that I say, push the way a lazy record is. Now, if we follow that, it's um, if we influence like Rabbi Yaisi that says that it's only a love, then it would prove nothing. Or we would know if Tumar and I say of Bezin carrying out a punishment to overcome a love of Leisabaru. But one of the one of the punishments is Sreifa. And we're talking about the punishment of Sreifa, where you melt lead and you put it down somebody's throat. So so if it's talking about Leisabaru and we follow Abyasi, then it proves nothing. All we know is it's an assay and an ordinary laugh. We're trying to say it's talking about Leisabaru Bakaris. So therefore, we're going to learn, obviously, the halacha like Rabnasan. It's probably Rabnasan. Rabnasan holds that every lab of Shabbos is equal. They all get karis, including fire. And we would have thought that the mitzvah of Bezin pushes that away. Clearly, I say, doicha loisaj bakaris. My love, unless you don't have a the but the only reason why we don't do it because the Chamon of you shouldn't burn a fire, but you should say, and not be for that. But he would have pushed away. Says, who told you? No, no, maybe Rabbi Yaisi. Let's say it's Rabbi Yaisi. And Rabbi Yaisi holds. That's only a love. That's why we would have said, says, I'm not happy. Because remember, what exactly is the punishment of Sreifa? That's the second degree of punishment. That's a lower level, according to Chachamim. Rabbi Shimon, we learned a few days ago, holds that Sreifa is the highest. But the Sreifa is the second level. And, and by Sreifa, it's, it's not that you just light a fire. You actually take lead and you melt it down and it becomes like hot liquid. And then you pour it down their throat and it seizes up in the stomach and it burns through the stomach and kills them. So we're cooking. 
we're cooking, we're boiling. So there's a, that malach, everyone agrees, you get curries for. So we still have a very good proof that say pushes away a little bit of Says the Gemara, you, you achieve nothing by arguing it's Rabbi Yaisi. But Tabi Nabla Yaisi, you glad to be Rabbi Yaisi. Aim with Rabbi Yaisi, have water, love Yaisi, talk about just lighting a fire. Or have water, also only lighting a fire. But have water, the bezin, when it comes to a bezin, what are we doing there? The bishop silhi, we're actually cooking the, the wick of leather, let it melt down, and then we throw it down the person's mouth and it goes into the stomach and burns right through it. That's Mali Bishop. Because Abshesha said Bishop doesn't only mean food, Mali Bishop Silla, Mali Bishop Samani. Because when we learn, where do we learn from? We learn from the, 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 the burning of the incense or the burning of the dyes that they used to use to make different colors like blue wool and all that. What's the difference what you're burning? As long as you're cooking something and changing its form and you're melting down the leather. It's cooking. So it's anyway, Allah Shabbos, you get chorus, and we would have thought that's a push away. Omar Ashibarashi, you totally misunderstood here. Hi, Tana. Rabsibarashi would come along and say that this Bryce, we would have thought that you can, the business should go ahead and, and mean out the punishment is not because Esad the Chaloshi is but a whole different reason. 